there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Always follow the money. The money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Beeson has a podcast to help you bet college hoops. Can't wait to listen. College basketball betting pod with Tim Murray, Matt Humans, and Adam Burke. Three episodes breaking down games, finding value, looking at the futures. Check out the uh, and the props now. Check out the betting podcast wherever you get your podcast. I can't believe no overtime yet. That's a huge yeah, upset. The buzzer beater we're not stunned by. Oh, no. Come on. Because it doesn't Cash happen. Cash that every year. Yeah. Right, right. But the no overtime is really something else. Yes. I think there were four. You can check my work on this, guys. I think there were four in the in the first two rounds last year. Mm. I think we had one in the two in the play-in game last year. Yeah, I think that's right. I think the, or two years ago, we'd have Notre Dame and somebody, and then uh, Michigan. I don't know. But it's we've been on a great overtime run, but... But nothing so far. Okay, so now we move forward here to this week and the Sweet 16 games that we have. And we'll begin here, upper left-hand part of the bracket. That is in the south, in Louisville, as Alabama takes on San Diego State. Now, how about this? The opener on Saturday night at DraftKings was Alabama 6, and the total was 143. And I'm thinking, the way this tournament is going, San Diego State involved in a game with 143? Yeah. Well, that's evidently the way the market is reading it as well, because Paulie, that that total this morning is sitting at one thirty-five in the game, and Bama up from six to seven. Yep, Bama should bury them. Should. Um, San Diego State won the Mountain West. Okay. Lousiest of the best, best of the lousiest. Now keep in mind, though, they were life and death against Charleston, twelve seed, and then beat Furman. So they were great against Furman. I was disappointed in Furman. I thought they were could hang a little bit in that game. So they were phenomenal. Good job. But now you're taking uh, probably the best team in the country or right there with Houston. So uh, will they be able to score enough too? And I just think, you know, it's it's one thing to back off and defend Charleston and Furman. Now you're playing these guys. Well, plus, I mean, that 
plus the size. And here's the deal. This is the one team, when I bet that prop last week, under three and a half wins for the Mountain West Conference, the one team that kind of scared me a little bit was San Diego State, right? Because I actually, I bet them and I laid the points against Charleston and it was a miracle how they actually cashed and got me that win. Sure, yeah. But, well, they were down late, too. Could have lost the game. All, I mean, they but. are. I'm looking at, like, Bart Torvik, for example, who has advanced metrics. You know, we've talked about him a lot, as every show does this time of year, talking college basketball and numbers. He has San Diego State as the 10th best team in the country right now. Oh, jeez. But, jeez. The, the, I mean, they're they're good. 252 in pace in that range. So, depends who you look at, but that's... Uh, the problem here is that... I would go up-tempo if I'm Bama. I'd just say, you know, good luck. This is where the Mountain West Conference has had a lot of problems. When they play the Pac-12, when they play power teams in the tournament, yeah, right. their, their record on its own is bad enough. But when you break it down, when they're playing power six teams, this is where it does not go well for the Mountain West Conference. We're talking last yeah. 20 years. It, I mean, winning games, pff, no chance. Uh, covering, very little chance. So now they're taking yeah. on arguably and, the best team in the entire country. And the difference... And offensive efficiency and talent and shooters from Furman and Charleston compared to Bama. Okay. Okay. And, and Alabama, if Miller's not doing it, it could be Quinterly. It could be one of five different guys who could be out there beating the San Diego State team. Yeah. All they right. Tons of talent all over the place. Now, you like Creighton. You're, you like this team a lot. That'd be a hell well, of a matchup, by the way, if we get Bama Creighton. But, uh, that'd be awesome. Well, well this is, you know, they're laying 10. Now, you, you people like to say this is where. Cinderella doesn't, you know, turn it doesn't work out and you turn into a pumpkin. But that was impressive for Princeton, what they did against Arizona. They didn't yeah. even play well. I mean, they, they, that's the thing. I mean, Princeton was horrible in that game shooting the three. Uh, and then, but then they were awesome against Missouri and got any look they wanted any time down the floor. And then just, okay, just no problem and buried Missouri. Well, here's the thing, though, too, Paulie, what we've talked about the entire show so far. And that is, if the tournament is not the same as it once was, meaning these teams are pretty much the same across the board. Typically, I would say pre-2018-ish, these 15 seeds that would win, they get blown out the next round. But now we're talking about three consecutive years where that 15 right. t- seed has made the Sweet 16. So it's not the same thing. Oral, as Roberts, um, Oral Roberts lost on a last-second shot? Yeah. Or they would have been in the Elite Eight? You saw what St. Peter's did? Right. So it's absolutely... How things have changed. It, it, yeah. The same thing goes for last night, 16 seed, FDU. You would right. think in Time round late? two, yeah. they're going to get blown out. Never the case. Yeah. They were in that thing late. So um, I think I think we also saw Creighton's A game yesterday and how good they can be. But again, all of these advanced numbers have been super high on Creighton pretty much the entire year, and they have yeah. been thought of as a national title contender. I know some people are uh, very disappointed uh, in the Garden. Uh, they were thinking, hey, could we get Duke? Can we get Marquette? Can we get, we're going to have Sparty? It could be, well, okay. Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, Kansas State, Michigan State. So, um, but I, th- this is a fascinating matchup with the Owls in Tennessee because you're thinking everyone is pumping Tennessee's tires. So they go back to campus. They read their own press clippings. Oh, you took down Duke. You're unbelievable. What a performance. And, but then you got the Owls, right? 33 and 3. Again, in a league that does it every year, all Conference USA does is get underseeded and win games. Yeah. The opposite of the Mountain West, I think this is too many points. And the Owls, they got had a stinker against a Fairleigh Dickinson. Can Tennessee score enough, right? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And Florida Atlantic, very balanced. Good on offense, good on defense, and they play like an NBA team. No, mid, no, no mid-range crap. Short twos, 
and then shoot the threes. Right. So, but but this wasn't supposed to happen with Tennessee with the injury to Ziggler. Full marks for being here. Good job, Barnes. Okay. Well, still, you're only a game over 500 career in the tournament. That May can coach. May and and, and who, that guy's a very good coach. So this is a this is a good matchup. Low total. I think with a total this low, six is too many. So I noticed last night the game actually opened up Tennessee minus four. And now we're where we broadcast from here at Circa, Tennessee's lane six and some other spots as well. Lane six in the game. It's an awfully high number. The Owls have dudes. They got some players. They got yeah. some fellas. Yep. They have dudes. They got I dudes. Just, I, I was very impressed by what Barnes did against uh, Duke. And he yeah, knew sure. that, right? We have, yeah. and I know they talked about that a lot on the broadcast. Like we have grown men here. We have guys who are, you know, they've been around college basketball for a long time and we weigh 235 pounds. We're taking on a bunch of freshmen here uh, with Duke who played in a poor ACC this year that are all super young. Why don't we go out there and throw some elbows around and see what happens, right? And Filipowski's taking one in his face and he have to sit. he's got to take a you know, breather yep. on the bench and they yep. get, he's got that huge cut underneath his one eye. And that's the way it went. They're picking up like uh, flagrant fouls right away. That was part of the game plan. Go out there, be rough, muck it up with them. Yeah, bring them um, into the mud. I love yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, several guys said that. Yep. Yeah. So that was great and yep. a splendid job out of Rick Barnes, a guy yep. that who you know again who's been ripped over and over and over again. How about the move on the other game? Kansas State open two. Michigan State's now favored. I agree with that. That was ugly in the first half. I thought Kansas was going. Excuse me, Kentucky was going to blow them out. Kansas State shooting air balls on on threes, and then they Noel said. The kid just Noel. took over, yeah. Just domination. He and, was awesome. Uh, it was said by many, but right, they're down four. And then he hits the the, the big three to cut it to one. And uh, then they, they couldn't miss the rest of the, the last four minutes of the game. The the problem I had in that game is with about three minutes to go, Kentucky had a three-point lead, and he's in the lane. And he is just, he's so masterful with the basketball, getting other players involved. And that no-look pass for the alley-oop before halftime was perfection. There is absolutely no way anybody on earth could convince me he was shooting. Uh, that was going to be a pass. And he was never, the, the form wasn't there. His, his like wrist was not moving forward to take a shot. Anything like that. It was going to be a pass. He wasn't even looking at the rim. They called the foul. They, there was a discussion on the court. The Kentucky players are like, he wasn't shooting. You can't put him at the line. He's like 88%. He goes to the free throw line. He hits both of them. Now, Kentucky answers, but with a quick layup. But if that sequence doesn't happen, and let's say K-State doesn't score there, Kentucky's going to have, what, at least a three-point lead with, we're talking, two and a half minutes to play? That, that completely changed that game, in my opinion. And it was a terrible call by the referees. This is coming from somebody who had K-State plus three and a half in the game. I couldn't believe that line move. Yeah. Kentucky, Yeah. Bingo. you can debate all day long whether they... I, I, Talk about numbers, six seed. They're not that good overall. Look good not in a the great first season. half against Providence, but that's right. Yeah. And then the offense just, yikes. And K-State in that conference had a hell of a year, a three yeah. seed overall, and they're catching three and a half points on a neutral. Like, wait, what? How? But even said, having said that, and me with a bet in pocket on the team, that was a terrible bet call. You can't do that. Changed the game completely. What do you think of the garden angle? Number one, you have the Izzo angle, which you want to bet against Izzo, good luck. But the other thing is now you go into the Mecca. You know, is that maybe that, that gets Florida Atlantic. I don't know. They look around and it's big city, right? I don't know. I think you I, say the same thing about all these kids. Okay. I, I'm just, you know, Tennessee's what, Knoxville? Might be different for them too. 
I, I want to know if they're going to come on and try to set the scene like that as well again. Be something. You know? I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's Sparty against Florida Atlantic to go to the Final Four. And yep. this guy, you know, many a lot of people gave it out. You got 15 to 1 on Sparty to win the region? I mean, this this guy yep. is... You called that last week. You were asking a bunch of guests we had on the show. Yeah. Well, what do you think of the move on K-State and Michigan State? I agree with the move. So do I. Yeah. I mean, just it was a great job the last 10 minutes, but based on what what I watched in the first half, I, I wasn't impressed with Kansas State. No, I, I don't, I'm not... I, 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 they have issues away from home, and I'm concerned about the shooting, the outside shooting. And not for nothing, they couldn't run out Montana State either. Right. I think Michigan big, State wins the game. Yeah. Michigan State did not shoot the ball... Well, at all yesterday, they were terrible shooting the ball. They're one of the best three-point shooting teams in the country. So I don't think that's going to continue. And then, by, by the way, what if they win this game? What we said earlier, Izzo's always said, you win the first game, I'll win the second. <laughs> I can't be this one. Right? He's going to get the winner uh-huh. of Tennessee, Florida Atlantic. This, mm-hmm. There's a very good chance this guy's going to go to the Final Four. And by very good, I'm talking about like higher than 10%. K-State, Tennessee would be uh, in the mud, too. Yeah. That game, that's the matchup. With, with four teams left, he's probably got, yeah. he's probably like sitting around, you know, 20% to get in. Unreal. Up next, we'll shift to the right side of the bracket. And uh, we're talking about some heavy hitters here. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is follow the money on vsan Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness. Only $19. Every pick from every host and guest. Will Hill coming up in an hour, plus exclusive betting splits. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe and get the special March offer for just $19. So we'll shift now to the upper right portion of the bracket. These games are going to be played in the Midwest region, and they are in Kansas City as Houston gets Miami. Again, the right side of the bracket is the exact opposite of the uh, left side of the bracket. Houston sitting as a seven and a half point favorite. 
total is 138 in that neighborhood, 138 and a half. Uh, their A game again was on display in the second half against Auburn. They were just, that, that's the team that can win the entire thing. And that's the reason why that team was hovering around five or six to one to win this thing before it started last Thursday. And even money to win the region. Yes. Yeah. I think they have the best A game. I mean, remember that, that, that Auburn team was killing Auburn, uh, Alabama rather. Uh, and this, yeah, that's a road game. Okay. And they come out and just obliterate them in the second half. Beautiful. The question I have, can you score enough? But when they play like that, and that's, it appears Sasser's okay too. A big shot in the arm. But uh, yeah, Miami doesn't defend. Now, I can't believe how many points they scored against Indiana. But, you know, as you've said many times, what team am I going to get? What Xavier team shows up? What Miami team shows up? They had no business beating Drake. Yep. And they came out and were awesome against Indiana. So a lot of points, though, for a Houston team here. But... Uh, if they, if they can score against Miami, but I guess they figure to because Miami is so poor defensively. Yeah. Uh, again, funny the way it works. Probably should have lost that game to Drake. Speaking yep. of Miami. No doubt. Right? And then they somehow get by them closing on that 16-1 to run. And then they just, you know, how much do you take away from last night? Because again, Paul, it is Indiana. It's the Big Ten we're talking about. They, they're always an epic disaster when it comes to... The last time a team from the Big Ten won the national title was 2000. That was that, what, oh, Zach mama. Randolph, Jason Richardson, Mateen Cleaves, Michigan State team. God. And every year we have to hear about, oh, the Big Ten, it's one of the best. No, it's not. No. Y- you can say that all regular season long if you want. You know what's going to happen in the tournament. I- we live in doesn't brief, matter. Paul. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No. We-, we don't keep score in the regular season. People only pay attention f- to the sport for three, four weeks. So mm-hmm. was that the year they were up like 19-18 at halftime against Wisconsin yeah. in the final four game? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was also the same year they should have lost to uh, Larry Eustachie in Iowa State. That was the year? Absolutely. Oh, that the was technical. the year. Well, oh, the double getting tossed. They were they, they were they were done. Iowa yeah. State had, that was... Uh, Tinsley and uh, Tinsley and Pfizer. Uh, Pfizer down low. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome team. That was the year. Okay. And I think that was at um, Auburn Hills where they played that game where the Pistons had oh, their home court, right? And then it just it completely flipped. Eustachie lost his mind. Technical foul. They were going to win that game. They were better than Michigan State. Uh-huh. They were going to go to the Final Four. And because of that, the Spartans came back to win yeah. it, and then the rest is history. Okay, yeah. So. What do you, what do you, it's tough. Hard to play it over, though. <laughs> That's the other thing. I mean, you have to, uh, you, yeah. see, you see what the markets are doing, too. The eight-point move in the Bama toll. I mean, everyone's under, under, under. Right. When you see a run like this, everyone's pounding the unders. And then, but the correct is six and two to the over yesterday. Here's what I would pay attention to, and I haven't graded them out yesterday alone, but Saturday, second half overs went six, one, and one. Second half oh. overs, because so many of these games are just completely dead, and the first half unders have been getting there throughout the entire game, but they do explode a little bit in the second half. Yeah, doing the opposite has worked out too, which I can't. It's like you're not even watching the same sport. In the Kentucky game, how bad it was the first half, and they combined for 90 in the second half. Right, And there were several games like that. The other game here is the two and the three as Xavier takes on Texas, and the Longhorns are four-point favorites. Ah, There's a a four-and-a-half out there as well, total at 148. Texas um, had a tough time against Penn State. Sure they did. Penn State's pretty good. How about that finish? Boy, the four-point play. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Get away from him. I know. Gee, misses the free throw. Don't, don't even be in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a tough call. That's a pass. I, I could see that going either. Maybe a uh, boy, high total again. Yeah. But then again, the Z- that Xavier game against, I tweeted it out and, and lost. I said, 
it over 164 in play looks great. Xavier and Kennesaw. That was a track meet. And then it died. Yeah, it really was. I think both teams ran out of gas is what happened. But then you saw how, how hot Xavier was in the first half yesterday. And then the fouls put it up there, too. So that's bombs away, chuck and duck, even leave. I could see a lot of points in this one, too. But Yeah, it's going to take uh, more examination this week for me to actually have a play on this game. Uh, I have nothing as of right now. And then we get to the best. We, we thought that this was, well, we knew the, the region on paper was the best region of the entire bracket uh, out here in Las Vegas. And then we get Arkansas against UConn and then UCLA and Gonzaga. And this, this is not funny to me at all because Connecticut opened up a four-point favorite against Arkansas. Well, Kansas closed a three-and-a-half-point favorite against Arkansas on Saturday. Well, the reason this is happening is because UConn was a higher power-rated team by most people compared to Kansas. So they opened up four. Mm. It's actually come down a little bit to three-and-a-half, and now that total is right around 140. If I'm going to make a case for any over in this Sweet 16, this might be the game. Yeah, both teams should run. And do we get a repeat? Of, of Iona, UConn. Uh, and very disappointed in Iona in the second half. UConn scored 50 in the second half of that game. Right. Uh, didn't get much help from, from Iona because uh, some of the in-play stuff it lost as a result. I think they only scored 24. But this Musselman, he's another one, right? Sweet 16 every year. Mm-hmm. He's done a great job. But that's tough. Uh, but you can't, you can't cry here. It's just, just it was, the spread was only three and a half, four. So the one seed goes out. But, mm-hmm. you know, Kansas... Uh, Hard to shoot when you got both hands around your throat. You, you have the stupid fouls, getting killed on the glass. You can't blow a twelve-point lead. Were they forty-seven and one? Did I see that they were forty-seven and one all time in the tournament with an eight-point lead or more and a half? Uh, wow, I missed that. I think that's what I saw. Well, you can't you can't lose that game. Can't do it. But yeah. full marks to Arkansas. But this is UConn's hot right now. They are tough. That was a great second half against St. Mary's. That was a great second half there. It was a great second half against Iona. Yes, it was. This game is going to be filled with nothing but athletes across the court the entire time. The problem is, like, again, Arkansas, they're here, and they're not, they're not a good shooting team. Like, what is Arkansas yeah. going to look like if they ever shoot the basketball well? Yeah. Their A game will look like a team that can cut down the nets. That's how, that's how well that uh-huh. they can play. But we never see that. because they They're one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the, in the tournament and in, in the country overall. So, uh, again, I probably agree with that early move. I would, in fact, on Arkansas coming down here from catching four to three and a half. And then the other one is Gonzaga and UCLA. Not only a rematch of the, the Morrison game that they blew, and he was on the court crying. Yeah, sure. But the final four game two years ago, Suggs yeah. at the buzzer. Yeah. Good job by Cronin. I guess Singleton's going to be okay. God, can you imagine if they would have lost another guy? He should be okay. Uh, good job by the person on the broadcast. I can't remember who the color analyst was. He goes, guys, I don't know if we want... Live on the air, he goes, I don't know if we want to show this one again. This one could have been ugly. Yeah. And then they showed him roll his ankle. I don't know how the guy... Thought he maybe broke it. Oh, I thought for sure it was broken. Sure. So you have the number one defense in the country against a team that doesn't play any defense. Something has to give here. Yeah. I, I mean, at, at times, TCU, could, every time they went to the basket, whatever they wanted, like no resistance from Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. But then you have the Timmy factor. You know, how about the F-bomb on live television? <laughs> that was something to Andy Katz. Uh, but the other thing, right? I, I know they haven't won one, and they've been close twice. Come on. Eight straight Sweet 16s? Mm-hmm. Come on. Spokane, Washington? <laughs> Great job by few in that program. Of course. Unbelievable. Of course. It's a tough game. It's a tough game. Um, but I, I got to see, see who's going in, in the health of UCLA, though, too. 
So UCLA opened up one. They're one and a half or two here at Circa. Uh, the total is 145 and a half. They have a lot of guys who stink from the free throw line, too, Gonzaga. It surprised me. Oh, yeah. Timmy's in and the 60s. Did you, the, did, the kid, the number 22, I'm blanking on his name. He's 57%. He got hurt. He had yeah. to dunk that kid. But there's a lot of guys shaky from the free throw line, Gonzaga. I was shocked. Side note, Timmy's going to be like a superstar in media. Oh, yeah. Whatever he does, he's oh, going to yeah. be. But did you, the game plan from TCU early on made it extremely difficult for Gonzaga down low. Yeah. And, and Timmy was still kind of having a nice game. But the other guys, if Gonzaga gets into this... Uh, we want to go down and, you know, heave it up from 25 on every possession with a bad look. <laughs> There's a chance they get blown out here against UCLA. Because that's not, they can't do that. That's not, like last night, right away in that game, that's not, they were, I didn't think they were playing their game. It was a lot of bad shots yeah. right away. And then, I mean, Cronin is such a good defensive coach, but it's going to come down to the health again of this team. It's, it's 145 and a half to me is a lot of points. A lot of points. I think UCLA, to win this game, they know that they have to slow it down against Gonzaga. They can't. There's no way they can okay. get, get involved in their type of game. Now my comeback would be, no, it's not. Because Gonzaga, up and going, they don't defend. So, Yeah, they're actually... Tough, a great matchup. They're barely top 80 right now defensively in the country. Yeah. When you include all these games. Yeah. Again, allowed 81 points last night to TCU. Well, that's right. You cannot get off to a slow start again, though. They, they went through the motions against Grand Canyon for a half. Yep. They, they did not play well in the first. They were terrible in the first half last night. You do that again, you're going home. Yep. Again, but that second half, I think we had, what, yes. 93 yep. points combined yep. last night? Right up next, how did teams fare that entered the tournament with a red flag based on historical numbers? We'll run it down for you. Coming up here on Follow the Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas this morning from the Circa Resort and Casino. We were telling you about like historical numbers and teams to watch out for um, to either make a deep run to the Final Four or a national title, and also on the flip side, the red flag teams, which we'll get to here in a minute. But the five, and thanks to, again, uh, Tim does this over at uh, something he puts together called The Sheet. It's really well done. Yes. He uses Ken Palm's numbers historically to tell you which teams are going to make a deep run. Get the VEASAN betting guide and get that every year. Yeah. That yep. thing's $10. It's a great job. So five teams fit the bill. Uh, they were both in the top 25 on offense and on defense. As uh, and Typically, again, over the years, this would mean that you're a national title contender or a Final Four team. Of the five teams that fell into that category... Houston, Alabama, Texas, UCLA, and UConn. Hello. In a world of Hello. madness, right? <laughs> that Those five teams are still alive. In a world of madness. Are you serious? In a world of fairly Dickinson. Yeah, right. Shortest team in the country. Worst league in college basketball. Worst team in the tournament. Yeah, we can go to Sweet 16. Who the hell knows what's yeah. going to happen? Yep. It's a total coin flip. Right. Uh, these teams are, God, How about that? can advance any any time now. That is beautiful. And now, look, look there you go. Put this up. This is awesome. Kevin Sweeney, fairly Dickinson, outside the top 300 in Ken Palm. Came in third place in the worst conference in the country. 
only made the tournament because Merrimack was ineligible. Remember, they lost in the title game. And then just being in this yep. game, all-time upset. And then they win, and then they, they give Florida Atlantic all they could handle as well. Yep. So these are teams to watch out for that were called red flag teams. Right. They were either on the outside of the top 75 in offensive efficiency or top 75 of defensive efficiency. Number one in the list was Gonzaga. They're still alive. No defense. No right. defense. Bad but, defense. All right. Survived, right? Yep. Survived last Made night. all the plays down the stretch. Yep. Baylor, bye-bye. That was not pretty yesterday. No. They had no solution for Creighton whatsoever. Iowa and Fran, get real. <laughs> uh, Missouri blown, blown out by a 15. Yeah. Never really truly in the game. No. I, I bet Missouri. Pre-flop. I mean, that was... I'm like, oh boy. It's, I mean, you saw it right away, though. Princeton got any, any look they wanted to start out. I'm like, they're going to run them out. It was way too easy. Yeah. Miami is still alive but they should have been dead in round one. Absolutely. Drake completely blew that game. Totally blew the game. Okay, so it was have, over. They yep. had them. You have two teams on the list that are left. Penn State gone, Providence gone, Iowa State gone. Right. And again, that clunker by Iowa State. Poof. They should have pulled that to put on a repeat of uh, Impractical Jokers and said, sorry guys, we can't they're, get this uh, on the air. They're in Wisconsin territory. They shouldn't be allowed in the tournament. They're that bad. Yeah. And they actually, last year they played Wisconsin. And they, I think they won like 50 to 45 Oh, it was something. a thrilling, yeah. I mean, yeah, the game was in, in Wisconsin, too. It was just, yeah. Yep. So, and this is something that Tim calls not, well, no bleeping way teams that you want to be involved with, right? And over the years, this is from 2003 to 2018, using Ken Palm's criteria. Um, out of 194 teams, and I'll explain the criteria here, here in a second, but out of, out of the 194 teams that fell into that, 85% were gone by the second round. 95 plus percent were gone after the Sweet 16. Seven teams out of this list made either the Elite Eight Final Four, they were the runner-up, or the national title winner. And that is this. When teams fall into these two categories, adjusted offensive efficiency below 115 and adjusted defensive efficiency above 90. From 2003 to 2018, those were the numbers. 95% gone by the Sweet 16, or after the Sweet 16. So, you know, seven advanced past that and into the Elite Eight territory. He adjusted the numbers starting in 2019, and from 2019, 21, and 22, with no tournament in the pandemic year, 91% of the teams were bounced the opening weekend. You had three teams make it past round number two. And here, some teams still are around that fell into the categories this year. K-State, still around. Indiana, couldn't make it. Virginia, round one casualty. Mm-hmm. Duke, we'll see you next year. TCU is now gone. Creighton is alive. Michigan State is alive. A&M, Destroyed in round one. Maryland, no business. Memphis upset. Uh, Arkansas still there. Florida Atlantic still there. Illinois and Auburn are uh, off. So actually, five teams made it this year, which is a high number compared to previous years. Well, you're right, but it, it was a bit of a bit of a fluke, though. Too everything went Florida Atlantic's way, and uh, Arkansas as well. Yeah, you know, you're not supposed to win that game. Sure. You're down 12, and, and great, great tweet by Lance, by the way. 
most of the time we tell you roll over parlays the way to go. How about Lance at DraftKings bet Florida Atlantic to make the Sweet 16 at six to one? He's how about the roll over parlay there? Yeah, huh? they were a 16 point favorite in the second game. Right. Right. I mean, think about that. Well, that, that's why, like, that theory of doing the rollover parlay instead of betting a straight future bet, I mean, it is the madness. And I, you got to be, I don't even know if it's great advice dur- during March Madness, honestly, because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't the know. The whole how, bracket could get clear. Of course right? it can. Yeah. It happens every single year yeah. where there's yeah. a region or two where it's just, okay, we didn't see that coming. Well, no kidding. Nobody no. did. And so betting the future ticket actually turned out to be a better number than what you would have done with the rollover parlay. Right. And the other thing you have to navigate, you know, is where you're at, too. And we'll talk about this coming up, too, in half an hour with Will Hill. This New Jersey business. Oh, you can't bet on the local schools there? It's a rule? Again this year. Remember St. Yes. Peter's Saint last Pete's, year? Yes, so you didn't have Princeton and Fairleigh Dickinson. Everyone's like, where's Fairleigh Dickinson? I want to bet the game. No, sorry, can't. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. It's two years in a row. Well, and then here's the question, right? So what do you do now moving forward? You, you got futures? You got, I mean... Not that Princeton's going to win it all, but it's a, it's a hound's breakfast. Well, that's the thing. Like, how do you even put up numbers now in in that region? Yeah. If you can't book Princeton-based schools at your sports book, what, what do you do? You can't even put up. Can you offer a future on the South? How, how can you? Because if you put up Alabama, San Diego State, and Creighton, what are you going to do? Not, not include the field? Because the field bet, it was only going to be Princeton, but people would bet that because it's Princeton. But you you can't ha- just oh, have those three teams wow. because then what a prince would win you scoop the whole pot. Yeah, you're, you, the amount of business you lose you lose as well. I mean, everyone's everyone wants to bet the local team, and then what? It, and then it's what it's it it screws up because then where where do people go? Then they got to go illegal to bet, right? It's like oh, I can't even bet on Fairleigh Dickinson or Princeton, and I'm in New Jersey. Then you got to go illegal. You got to call uh, Vincenzo. Sure, I mean, uh, sure. And, and, and think about this now. Because how popular was St. Peter's last year right. after they... Monster. It was the biggest national story. Come on, nothing was even close to that. So now Princeton, here you go again, another team from that state. And they have all this steam all of a sudden. They knocked off one of the national title contenders to get here. They blew out Missouri. It's, they're the talk of the town, they're the talk of the country. And all of a sudden, nope, sorry. We're not taking any uh, bets on that. Yeah. You can't place a wager with us here because it's not allowed by the state. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, this yep. is a story that will go beyond, like, Good Morning America. They did that here for years. I think it was John McCain who was of some reason. No, he called him out. He goes... We, we couldn't bet on UNLV basketball right. here. Or, like, or Reno. Or Reno. Or, yeah. Right. And so John McCain, Senator Arizona then, who said, wait a second here, if this is on the up and up... How come you can't allow bets on Nevada and, and UNLV? Hmm, yeah. some funny business, huh? You don't trust them. And then, like, people here in charge got together like, uh, you know what, he's right. And they flipped it. It took, like, a day. It took longer than that because they had to go through some legal nonsense, whatever. But they're like, yeah, you know, he's right. Here you go. Bam, within, you know, however long it was, you can now bet on UNLV and Reno. Yeah. I got a text. The same rules apply in New York. I think the same thing's in Illinois. Jesus. Because the year that uh, Loyola Chicago made that deep run. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Illinois got it, too? Oh, God. I'm like 98%. That, that's still the uh. case in Illinois. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll find out uh, of the teams that historically would be gone by now, or mm-hmm. certainly, well, K-State plays Michigan State. Somebody's got to make it. going to make it. All right. So, but Arkansas, they're a four-point dog. Right. Florida Atlantic, they are a six-point dog now to Tennessee. And the other one is Creighton. 
They're on that list, but they're laying 10 to Princeton. So you're going to have some outliers on this list overall, even though a lot of those teams, like I, we ran down the list, I'm the go boy, Duke's on the list. That's not good. I know, you were concerned. You thought it was free money, Duke, to get to the Sweet 16? Or at least based on the price, No, I right? thought... I thought the, the price was off. The, the, the number was good, and it's, it was. But they can still lose the game. Yeah. I also... The, another bet that I added last week was more wins in the tournament, Duke or San Diego State. Yeah, that was a fun one. Oh, God. Yeah. Good. Oh, you lot... Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Duke had no chance in the second half against Tennessee. No. No. Yeah. So, but yeah, Duke got me really good... Saturday was not a good day betting-wise. How about the Pac-12 prop? How about the Pac-12 prop? UCLA can win the tournament. You you can't win the prop. How about that? I saw six and a halves. Oh, my God. I saw a seven on the Pac-12. Arizona. There you go, buddy. See, that's your IQ. I mean, it's... Brutal. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Place a bet, get a square on the house at Bet Rivers. Great house specials, menu, everything up there you need. World Baseball Classic, MLB Futures. Bet it all at Bet Rivers. Check out the restrictions on qualifying wagers and bonuses and play the squares. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversquares.com. It's time to play everyone's favorite follow the money game. Live from the VEASAN studios. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? This is door number one. New high score! What does high score mean? New high score, is that bad? What does that mean? Does that break it? Or door number two. You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Here's Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. All right, before we get into door one and door two, Paulie, we're getting a lot of reaction from across the country uh, from a lot of these different states. 
And this is the way it's phrased differently based on the state in which you live with your app. For example, uh, to win the West region without a Connecticut team. This is from Will Hill, who's coming up in about 15 minutes. So they list UCLA, Gonzaga, and Arkansas on the future prices. It's just without Connecticut involved. But I don't know how they would. So if UConn wins it, then let's say it would be you, you, the runner-up. So it would have to be the runner-up. You then. grade the you grade. The, yeah, that's out it's here. It's like a, the golden golden nugget, nugget could, yeah. with the Rockets. Yeah, the, for Tillman Fertitta owns the Rockets. That was a very underreported story years ago. And the Rockets played the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals. No matter what happened, you they graded the Warriors tickets automatically. Automatically, as, as soon as that matchup was set, yes. you were you were a winner if you bet Golden State yeah. win the West. Have to declare a winner. It's the rules. Wow. Runner up. We're all so yeah, many states. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Illinois. A lot of states. Uh, Rick sent this in. Big Rick said, We get the tournament here in a couple years in New Jersey. Well, the games. What? Oh. That's another one he said. I have to look into that. So all the. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I, that's according to Big Rick. I don't know. All right. Door one or door two? Door one, like it used to be. Four games start at the same time. Or door two. Scattered. God, it's I'm so conflicted on this one. It's too scattered now. Okay, but can, can we can we combine the two? Can we get them closer to each other? You got to get rid the, the two standalones have got to go. Got to. Go. Are you talking about the Saturday Sunday? Or are you talking about the whole? I'm talking about uh, Saturday Saturday Sunday. We got to start them at the same time. Thursday and Friday is awesome. For the Thursday Fridays. The Saturday-Sunday business. You can't. Ah, a good email, too. I didn't know. I forgot. Kent State-Indiana tipped at 10.30 Eastern yeah. on Friday. Oh, it did. Oh, that's crazy. That game took forever to play, too. There, yeah. Yeah. So I would say that on Saturday and Sunday, you need to... Uh, look, are they trying to appease the West Coast viewers on a Sunday night? But even then, I'm going to say it's Sunday night, and you're, the games are starting at... Uh, 10 o'clock out here or 7 o'clock out that. here? People work. People yeah. got to go to school. You can't play a game at 10 o'clock and, to go to the Sweet 16. On sure. A and if you want to play one game by itself at noon Eastern, 9 o'clock Pacific, fine. But then when that one starts, that's when you need to really kick it into high gear. Stops. You start another game then at like 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, and then you start another one 20 minutes later and another one 30 minutes after that. And you have like three or four going at the same exact time. The Sunday stuff, Saturday's fine again, overall. But Sunday, it's a terrible schedule. We're, we're, we're on our knees here, NCAA. Please, we're begging you. Y- you can't do this anymore. Who's it good for? Yep. I asked you this earlier. You've had an hour to think about it. Door one, Alabama and Houston. Door two, the field. Door one. I, th- I believe Houston has the best A game. I think Alabama's... It's they've cleaned things up now since the SEC tournament. I think Alabama's a second for the best A game. My God, it might be UCLA if they're healthy, but they're not healthy. I know. I'm going to have to go door one. That second half, uh, again, it's a road game too. Shame on the committee. That's a road game. And what they did against Auburn in the second half was incredible. Yep. Uh, and Alabama hasn't even played well yet. And Miller did nothing in the first round. And here they are. With, with a, I mean, they should be able to get to the Final Four, no doubt. I Creighton's good, but still, when you look at this, San Diego State and maybe Creighton to go to the Final Four, I mean, it's right there for Bama. I will say, the Tigers not hitting their free throws. That was big. Oh, I mean, yeah, I sure. had them plus five and a half. Sure, I think they were sure. 19 of 36 from the line. The Boone kid, from the transfer from Thank Moorhead you. State. Come on, kid. Oh, what are you God. doing? 
Uh, door number one. What do you think? You answer your own question. It's a, it's a good question, but I would have to go Bam and Houston as God, well. The way that, the way it's because of the UCLA injuries as well. I don't think Gonzaga. God, God, Gonzaga. I, I don't know about Texas. I go back and forth with Texas. Texas can lose a savior maybe. Yeah. I always look it, at the field in this kind of thing because rarely does the best team win. Well, there's a good chance they meet in the championship. No, no, game. that could happen too. Right, and don't forget the final four is in Houston. Yeah. I'd probably lean the field. I want to see a pro- I want to see the number on the, on this cuz th- this prop will get made this week yeah. somewhere. Okay. Somebody's going to come up with this okay. prop. Door number 1 Purdue gets Virginia like redemption next year or door number 2 Pat, uh, Matt Painter is fired by the end of our show. What do I want to happen or what what happens? One has to happen. One ha- pff, two. Tell me come on. What are you kidding me? With that question? I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, do you want to go down that Virginia road that we took uh, four years ago? <laughs> this is, yeah, okay. But this is, isn't that funny? Where you lose to a 16, you win the title, and then you lose to a 13 and a 13. Oh. Isn't that something? Uh, yes. Painter's lost to a 13, a 15, and a 16. He lost to a 12 in 2016. He lost to an 11 in 2011. The Northeast Conference was 0-31 all-time in the tourney. You were a 23.5-point favorite. They were dead last in the worst league rankings. They were 301 out of 363 in the net. They were the worst team in the field. You got a 7-4 guy who against the shortest team in Division One with an average height of 6-3, and he didn't get a shot in the final eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You're terrible. Awful. It I had, cannot be. You, I mean, you I, can't be this incompetent. I, I'm watching the game, and again, I love doing this every single year, being around big groups to discuss what we're watching. And we're all like shaking our heads. I said this earlier, like, when do we buy in on Purdue? We're like, we can't buy in and in play on Purdue because of him. And never once did we see an adjustment for ED down low. Great job by the FDU staff to come up with that game plan to shut him down. But it was the same thing every single time they went down yeah. low to him and it wasn't going to work. When they had Swanigan, same thing. Of course. Beast down low. Feed him. Last year, well, they Arkansas had, Little Rock yeah, they with had, Chris Beard they're going against a small school with no size. And I remember they were people were killing them because like the big guys aren't getting touches. What are you doing? It's absolutely mad. You can't draw anything up. It's the same thing as Kentucky yesterday. Reeves was 0 of 14. You have the reigning player of the year down low, but let's have Reeves keep shooting the basketball. Door number one, March Madness, or door number two, any other sporting event in the world the rest of the calendar year. Uh, well, I, I guess I have to. I got to go door one. Like, can I? Uh, NFL playoffs would. Be, they were good, but that's that's next year. Ah, tough. No, I'm saying Col- like, college football playoff expands like every single year. That yeah. starts this year, right? Yeah, I want to see how that's going to look. I want to know what that's going to yeah. play out like. Yeah. Ah, uh, damn! I'm gonna have to go door one. Friday, I think Friday was a top five day all time for the tournament and with, with games and betting, with the betting angle. The first to 10, the first to 15, a 16 beats a one, the biggest upset in the history of the tournament, yada, yep. yada, yada. Yep. Right? Uh, it's gonna, this is going to be hard to top. It's only four days, though. we, we got two weeks left still. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, you can throw in the whole thing. You get all of March. Get the whole thing? Okay. You get championship week. I get week. the whole thing? Championship right. week. You get the first four days here. You get the Sweet 16, the final four. Yeah. All right. It has okay. to be door number one. Door number one, the first team to 10 or 15 points prop, or door number two, goals in the first 10 minutes or the first period in the NHL? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, number one. It's, it's got to be number one. 
again, this is this. Look how many times this cashed. And it's just great how the whole book and you saw 2,500 people in the ballroom at the South Point. The whole ballroom's got it. They know. Wow. Look at the price on Iona. Look at the price on on uh, FDU. And the list goes. Iona did it. A 15. I mean, there were several teams when you get. No, excuse me. They weren't. They weren't a 15. Uh, but they got to 15. But there was another 15 that got it too. I had it in the notes on Friday's show. It, w- it was great. I think Kennesaw did it. Uh, awesome. This is yeah. Like Vinny told you, it's the biggest thing going right now. The instant gratification. Something decided right away. And, and, and I, w- I was talking to the waiter at Andiamo's uh, over the weekend, one of my favorite restaurants here at the D. He goes, yeah, I noticed when I bet a favorite, I'm always behind at the first TV timeout. I go, bingo. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. There How is... many times when you bet a favorite do you look up in the first TV timeout and you're losing the game? Sure. So I want everybody watching and listening right now, if you're coming to Las Vegas next year, to tell you, you need to be at a spot where there's like hundreds of people, if not thousands, to get involved in the first 10 if for the excitement level, for the drama, to have fun, sitting at that table with a bunch of people. There's nothing like it. I'm... I, so nope. many people on Friday for, I don't know, four hours had so much fun betting the first tens. It was an absolute blast. Will Hill, who won the Friday night college basketball betting contest on the show coming up next. What does he like in the Sweet 16? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 